0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on our program, Critically Speaking. I'm Cindy Mercer, and we've been talking with Jim Hammer, author of the book, Victory Over a Critical Spirit. Good to have you with us, Jim.
1: It's my pleasure, Cindy. I'm glad that I'm with you today.
0: Jim, we've been talking over several episodes, and we've been talking about situations that that God has allowed you to be in, um, where you have basically you've noticed this this issue of the critical spirit and we've been talking a lot about the examples we've been talking a lot about the uh just the opportunities that god has given you to to reflect on how you know this is not how god would want us to live our lives in, with this critical spirit and so maybe our listeners are are just asking cuz i know i'm asking how are we going to begin this journey? How, how can we have this victory over this critical spirit?
1: Well, it begins with prayer and seeking the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on our own life individually, that the Holy Spirit will reveal to us just uh, who we are in Christ. And, you know, do we really have a critical spirit? And there's no doubt in my mind uh, the Lord will show every human being that uh, they do have a critical spirit. But I encourage people to try to go through one hour without making a critical comment. And I did have, when I was doing a seminar, one person said, I I did it, I accomplished that. I said, that's great. He said, what I was sleeping. Oh, wow. you know, don't count during sleeping hours.
0: That doesn't (laughs) count, huh?
1: No. But the Holy Spirit will reveal, just like he revealed to me, you know my critical spirit that you just brought me into different experiences and also I I started observing people around me that the more negative and critical a person was the more people shied away from that person and I didn't want to have anybody shy away from me I wanted to represent Christ and draw people to Christ
0: Amen Amen Jim what happens I mean what if what if we make that commitment and we say you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to pray. I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit to make me aware. But I'm just going to do a little commitment with myself, and I'm going to, I'm going to say for, for one hour, I am not going to be a victim to this critical spirit issue. But what happens if, okay, I mess up. I don't make it through that hour. What's my next step?
1: Well, what I've done is just sought forgiveness uh, for making that comment, because once we realize this is not from the Lord, uh, then it's from the enemy, and we have to uh, seek the forgiveness for following the enemy instead of the Lord. And uh, you know, we can go forward and start all over again. And you know, now, you know, I can go hopefully days without even thinking a critical comment. And when I do, I just turn that over to the Lord also. But uh, the journey, once you start, the enemy is going to be there to bombard you and keep you where he wants you to be. Yes. And, uh, but we serve a God that is more powerful than all the demons of hell, and uh, he will continue to draw us into his path.
0: So basically, we, you're telling us we need to be prepared, that the enemy is going to do everything possible to keep us not avoiding this critical spirit issue.
1: Yes, and don't be what he brings to your mind uh, probably every critical comment you made or every person that you criticized the enemy mm. will bring it right to you to the forefront of your mind but uh, just keep turning it over to the Lord and he will cleanse us from that he's promised to do that his word is very sure and true
0: you know, Jim. It's kind of like I think about when someone starts an exercise program. It's really, really hard at first. It's almost like pulling teeth, and and you you go, well, I've got to do it again. I've got to do it again. And and so maybe maybe this issue of gaining victory, this journey to gaining victory over a critical spirit, could could kind of be similar to that. The more you you find yourself getting, you find you have peace when you're less critical.
1: Yeah.
0: And you find, hey, I kind of like this. It it it's easier to go not only one hour, but hopefully two hours, three hours, and then yeah. you make it through a whole day, not counting your sleeping time, of course. But uh, you know, I was reading a scripture, Jim, and it's it's based on Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen, and and we talk about praying, and you've talked about prayer, and mm. you know when i pray i need to choose not to dwell on the problem but rather on the extraordinary capability of the great problem solver so yes. matthew 28:18 tells us that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to us so you know hopefully we can we can redirect our our thoughts on jesus and not the issue of the critical spirit
1: yes. and and what we have to remember and keep forefront in our mind is that we got all of heaven on our side. We got Jesus Amen. interceding for us, the Holy Spirit interceding for us, and the only thing stopping us is our own choice. We can either stay in the selfish mode that we have, or uh, or we can continue to and uh, continue on the upward path and give it to the, to the Lord.
0: Yes, Amen. Jim, is there another instance maybe you could share with us on this episode of a, of a situation? Um, I think you were mentioning it, to us earlier about a lady in your church who seemed to just, no matter what you said, she had completely an opposite view. How did, how did that work out for you?
1: Well, that, that uh, experience went on for years. And uh, no matter what I said, she had the opposite opinion. It was a very strained relationship, and, uh, and this was in the church setting. You know, we would go, go to church and, you know, I was uncomfortable uh, being in her presence and I'm sure she was too. But after years, uh, uh, I was driving down the road and the Holy Spirit impressed my heart. I said, Jim, you know, this woman, mentioned her by name. Uh, this woman is only interested in your salvation. Once I heard that, or was impressed with that, my whole attitude about her changed. And before long, we had a very good relationship. Uh, She's 98 years old now, I think, and uh, is no longer living in our area. But before she left, we used to have lunch together and everything else. So I just praise God that he is doing everything possible to bring all this to our attention.
0: Amen. Amen. Think of all the, I'm sure we can all right now think of, of one person, and probably more, but at least one that we have a strained relationship with. And usually it deals with, we don't like something that they're doing, or we've decided that, you know, they're not doing it the right way, or they're certainly not doing it like us. You know, we form our own opinion. And if we could just concentrate just on that one relationship and allow God to do this miracle how we could we could it would be very effective it would change our world in the way we deal with our relationships
1: it would uh, very much so and and you you hit on it uh, Cindy that uh, it may not be the way we want it to be done so because it's not the way we want it done or said uh, then they're doing it wrong and -hmm. it's really our, our own makeup that is telling us that it's our own selfishness that's telling us that, that people uh, need to do things the way I want them done. I was there for years before the Lord showed me, Jim, uh, they're made in my image, not your
0: image. Yes. And, and we really can, Jim, like you say in your book, you, you make a comment that we either spread the love of God mm. or the hatred of the enemy. That's right. And it's our decision.
1: It is. And, and as Christians... You know, we are called to encourage and uplift each other. It's the enemy that would tear down and criticize. And, and it comes right from the Garden of Eden. The enemy criticized God. Then Adam and Eve criticized each other after they fell. And, and they criticized the enemy. But it's not where the Lord wants us to be, especially as Christians. How can we represent Christ if we're doing and saying the things of the enemy? That the enemy wants us to say, it just don't well, go together. You yeah. know, we have to get a picture of this in our own mind. You know, we're are we representing Christ or are we representing the enemy? And there's nothing in between. I don't
0: believe. No, and and we've talked in previous episodes. We've talked about the effects this has on other people, but but really, the the real sad part is the effects that it has had on our children. Because we've we've talked about. You know, reasons why they leave the church or why they grow up with a, a negative, fault-finding, critical attitude. And sadly, they get it from us.
1: They do. Well, they, they already have it, but we encourage it. Yes. When they hear us saying it. You know, I mean, every human being that is born is born with that type of spirit, and it just grows the older they get because of of the parents and the people around that they come in association with. But, you know, I just want to... Um, Talk about Mark, uh, chapter 10, verses uh, 13 to 15, where the uh, parents brought their children to Christ to bless them, and um, the disciples, you know, rebuked them, and then Jesus said, no, bring the children to me, for mm-hmm. such is the kingdom of heaven. Do we do the same thing? You know, we, instead of bringing our children to the Lord, we uh, discourage them by what we say and by our actions. So we are doing the same thing as as the disciples did back then when they rebuked the parents for bringing their children, but Christ put a stop to that. So he was greatly displeased with that. Amen. So the Lord has given us these children, our children, to bring them to him. And I'm going to say this, I don't know how people are going to take it, but there is not one child that Christ gave us that we should train for hell.
0: Hmm.
1: They're all meant to go into eternity. Amen, Jim. With Christ.
0: Amen. Well, the exciting part about all of this is that victory can be ours, can it?
1: Yes, very much so.
0: And that and is exciting. And it's only as we
1: draw close to the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to show us ourselves, instead Absolutely. of looking at everybody else.
0: Absolutely, we can claim that promise that you remind us of in First John. One nine, to be cleansed of all of our unrighteousness and let God's righteousness flow through you. And that's the exciting part, and that's what we want to leave our listeners with today is hope that we can have victory over a critical spirit. Jim, you're not going to believe that we have come to the end of our time for today, but... I'm looking forward to getting into more of some of your stories in the book and how we can continue this journey to victory over a critical spirit. Thank you, and join us next time on Critically Speaking. God bless.
1: If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website
0: at 3abn.org.